get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Ferrario, he's Tanner Hendrickson, and I'm Brandon Kylie. Right now, we're happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line to be joined by Greg Wyshynski of ESPN.com, joins us here on BK and Ferrario. Greg, we always appreciate the time. How are you doing today? Doing great, doing great. I'm a traveling man. I was in uh, Bristol last night for the debut of uh, the ESPN uh, coverage of the NHL, doing a little show called The Drop with Ardo Cal, and then like an early morning flight down to D.C. for the Tom Wilson Love Fest between the Capitals and Rangers tonight. <laughs> that one's going to be phenomenal. But, Greg, I got to ask you, man, how cool, because you're a hockey fan like all of us are, how cool was that opening video for the broadcast last night of just the um, the homage of the ESPN hockey theme song? Because I got to tell you, that gave me goosebumps watching it. Gives me goosebumps too, man. And And, you know, one of the real joys of, the rights going back to ESPN, besides obviously being pretty advantageous for your boy, <laughs> is uh, <laughs> is just the amount of nostalgic joy that I didn't anticipate would come out of uh, of hockey fans. I mean, I I knew for myself, you know, I, I grew up at a time watching uh, NHL Tonight with Blue Grass on uh, on ESPN two, and and loved the theme song from all the video games and stuff, but. It's almost like a switch got flipped for hockey fans in the U.S. where they hear that song and they, you know, see Steve Levy and Barry Melrose in front of the arena in Tampa and stuff. And, and it, it kind of just harkens back to, uh, you know, the intensity of like the Red Wings and Avalanche rivalry yeah. and stuff like that. And, and, and back in the day when ESPN covered the sport uh, on a regular basis. And, and, you know, we're back in that day now. It's just really exciting. As someone who's now been with the company for four years to see just the complete escalation in, in the amount of uh, talent on the air and talent behind the scenes and innovation going into covering the sport. I think it's it's going to be a really, really fun ride, not only this year, but for the next seven years. Greg, just to follow up on that, how have you seen the sport of, of hockey kind of evolve? Because before you went to ESPN, you were running the Puck Daddy blog. And I mean, it was a very popular blog about hockey. And then you go to ESPN and you're the NHL kind of insider for hockey. And now it's like you and just this massive team of hockey analysts are covering the sport that before was, it felt like not as, is, is on a high of stage. Yeah. But you know, it's, I think my hiring at ESPN was kind of a harbinger of, of things to come. I'm, I'm not saying that like, I'm the reason we've got the rights. You can I'm say saying it. that like, I'm saying that like when, when I came over, the edict was we want to cover hockey in a way that's going to make more hockey fans. You know, we don't want to do it where it's simply just, 
here's what the GM said about this trade that could happen kind of stuff. We want to talk about things that the fans are talking about, the controversies, the big stories, telling stories about the players off the ice, you know, getting into fan culture more than had been really done at ESPN.com and on the air. And, um, you know, I, I've been able to write some really cool stuff and, and uh, cover some really cool angles. And I think the totality of coverage is really the, the thing I'm most impressed about right now. Like, you know, you're going to get the hot takes from a Mark Messier or Chris Chelios on the air. You're also going to get, you know, analytic breakdowns of the game um, in other places. And you're going to get some goofiness. I mean, you know, I did a show last night previewing two hockey games where we uh, pretended gritty hacked into the feed. So, I mean, like, <laughs> it's like there's room for all of it. And, and that's what's really exciting about it is that, you know, I think for the last 15 years, not trying to throw shade at anybody, but I think hockey's been covered in a very specific way on the air. And I just feel like between ourselves and TNT, it's going to be a, a, a whole new world opened up for the way that hockey could be covered in the U.S. Yeah, and Greg's not saying that, you know, ESPN got the rights to the NHL because they hired Greg Wyshynski, but he also isn't saying that that's not what happened. So, you know, it, there, there might be a little correlation there. Well, <laughs> there's, nothing, there's nothing Gary Bettman likes more than me. Uh, you know, the guy who does tequila shots with his referees and gets fired and stuff. So, like, yeah, I'm sure. Sure. I'm, I'm reason number one. We have the right. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I figured as much. We're talking with Greg Wyshynski of ESPN and ESPN.com here on BK and Ferrario. Uh, Greg, we did want to ask you about the Blues, who I know the NHL season technically opened up yesterday, but for us, the season doesn't actually begin until Saturday, which is a strange scheduling quirk with the way that things have happened. Uh, what are kind of your early season projections for this team? Because I've been frankly surprised by the amount of national analysts that I've been reading who aren't even picking the Blues to make the postseason this year. Where are you at on the, uh, with this team? Yeah, I think that's weird. Um, I, I have the Blues uh, in the wild card. Uh, I do think that they're a playoff team. There's a clear separation between the top four teams in the Central Division and the rest of the division, in my opinion. I, I think that Colorado, Minnesota, Winnipeg, and St. Louis are all a cut above Dallas and a cut above Chicago, which is a pretty heavily hyped team. I'll, I'll admit to being surprised if Chicago meets the expectations that a lot of people are placing on them. I just think that they still have a lot of holes in that lineup, and I, and I don't think that they're a very well-coached team. Um, I do think the Blues are a well-coached team. Uh, and I also think that the moves that they made at, at the forward position and bringing in Driesnavich and bringing in uh, Brandon Saad were very shrewd. I think a healthy Colton Pareko makes this team exponentially better. And look, it, I, made, I made the joke last night that Jordan Bennington is now the Toronto Maple Leafs of goaltenders where he <laughs> dominates in the regular season but can't win a playoff game. And, I mean, that's kind of how it is right now until proven uh, otherwise in, in the last two years of his postseason career. But the man knows how to win a regular season game. And it's a competitive division, but I would be surprised if the Blues missed the cut. Gregor, I want to talk about that Bennington one because on the Athletic article a couple of days ago, I think they had him ranked. I think he was like in the third or fourth tier. He was like the 13th overall goaltender in the NHL. And that kind of surprised me. Are you a little surprised at how much he has dropped off in terms of the national view? Because, yes, he has struggled in the playoffs, but he had a 30-win season post-Stanley Cup championship. It just seems like he's kind of this, this tweener right now for goaltenders. Yeah, I mean, I think part of the problem is that the bar was set so high in his first season, uh, unrealistically high. I mean, he just had some of the most torrid months of any goaltender in the last 25 years. So lift him to the Stanley Cup and, you know, winning <laughs> on the road in a game seven and all that stuff. I mean, like, it, it just set the bar unrealistically high for what he is. 
And what he is is a known commodity. You know, I, I think that, uh, you know, go- goalie rankings that don't ha- that have him outside of, say, like the top 15 aren't really being fair and, and don't really um, factor in some of the things that the goaltending community factors in. Like I, when I start doing these rankings myself, and we had a, a goalie tandem ranking that published a couple weeks ago. That wasn't all that kind of the blues, mainly because of the backup goalies deficiencies versus anything about Bennington. But the goaltending community, especially the ones that follow the, the analytics of goaltending, will tell you that there are things that Bennington does that are very good. And um, and I think, you know, in a, in a top five in the league kind of way when you get inside the numbers. So um, especially, I remember talking to one uh, goalie analytics uh, expert who told me that Bennington's play within one goal games, uh, either the Blues up by one or, or trailing by one, is amongst the best in the league in the regular season. So I think when you get inside the numbers, they're better than what his traditional stats will tell you, um, but still obviously is never going to be the goalie that he was in the cup year. I mean, that's just unrealistic. Greg Wyshynski is our guest for another couple of minutes here on 101 ESPN. Craig, I wanted to ask you about James Neal because he is kind of the unsung addition for this team. We've talked ad nauseum about Brandon Saad and Pavel Buchnevich and what they can bring to the Blues. James Neal is the last piece in that top nine in terms of the forward lines for the Blues. What have you seen from him in the last couple of seasons? And what do you think are realistic expectations for James Neal this year with the Blues? Well, it's anybody's guess. I mean, changes in, in scenery are always good for veteran players. And, you know, there was a time when you can count on James Neal to score 20 goals in a season pretty regularly. I mean, he had a streak of a few years in a row when he was doing that. The thing I like about this move, though, uh, you know, and him coming in as kind of a PTO player is I love a hungry James Neal. You know, when I covered him when he was an original Golden Knight, um, he was one of those guys in the team that took it very personally. <laughs> that uh, things didn't happen with uh, the Nashville Predators at the time and that he ended up on an expansion team. Now, granted, no one knew how good the expansion team was going to be, but I remember at the time him being pretty steamed about it. And I think he's still somebody who can be very motivated and and maybe being in the position he was put in at this point in his career, he kind of had to latch on and, and, uh, and find his way onto a team versus being a, you know, heavily pursued offensive player through free agency um, might kind of reignite that hunger and the Blues may end up getting uh, one of the better bargains of the offseason. Greg, final one from me. Is the offense for St. Louis, and you mentioned the additions of Buchnevich and Brandon Saad and then the Vladimir Tarasenko saga, which we talked a lot with you about in the offseason, but, but is the offense for the Blues going to be the, the bright spot of this team this season? You'd hope so. I mean, I, I think I, I, if my memory serves me correctly, I think that this was a team that scored as much as they gave up last year. Um, which really isn't a recipe for success. <laughs> you'd like, you'd like, you'd like, you'd like, you're not going to win. I mean, there's no ties anymore, right? So, I mean, you gotta, you gotta be either better defensively or better offensively. But you know, I, they, they clearly are a team with some firepower in their lineup. Um, you hope that a player like Robert Thomas can stay healthy. Um, the top line, you know, produces at a very uh, impressive clip, and you know, you can get some some offense, obviously, from from your defense as well with players like Kareko and Krug and, and Falk back there. So. Uh, the balance. The, the thing that always impresses me at the Blues is the balance of their scoring. They're not overly reliant on anybody. And uh, if that happens again this season, I think again, like I, I don't see them as being a team that'll miss the playoffs. Um, although I do think that they are probably my fourth best team in that division, depending on what the uh, Minnesota Wild run back. I, I think obviously Colorado, you can you can cement them into the top spot. I'm very high on what Winnipeg will be this year. Um, it's the Blues and the Wild. 
that are in that top four when I'm not quite sure if they're three or four. Um, but I do think those four are, again, a cut above the rest of the division. He's Greg Wyshynski. Find his work over at ESPN.com. You can also follow him on Twitter, at Wyshynski, W-Y-S-H-Y-N-S-K-I. By the way, Greg, they allowed one more goal last year than they scored, so they were right teetering <laughs> on the exact 500 mark. Well, there you, there you go. So an offensive juggernaut last season. <laughs> but, that's, so, uh, but that's incredible memory, Greg. That's incredible memory. <laughs> it's one of those quirks that only Greg Wyshynski would remember. Greg, you're the best, man. We'll talk with you again soon. Anytime. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today.